and welcome to the Eclectic Collection. Today is episode 47, Fiesta Rules. Now, yes, parties do rule, but this is actually the rules of the fiesta. I have been in entertainment for 25 years. I love it. It's in my blood. I am a planner. I enjoy putting stuff together. I throw parties. I give parties. I go to parties. I help with parties. Constantly event planning, whether you know it's something for school or weddings, soup to nuts. I handle it all. I like it. I enjoy it. It's part of what I do. I don't mind helping people out at all. But when I watch certain things, it makes me insane. And I've been around quite a few parties recently that I've just be, uh, I'm beside myself because I am not knowing how to control my anger and stress at some of the behavior that I've seen. I went on a rant a few episodes ago about people not offering a plus one to uh, guests. And that's a whole, that's more on the social side. And this is kind of um, borderline manners and then just courtesy on, I'll say more like the food drink side. So basically, just some things I've noticed, okay? Now on my end, you know, being the help, if you will, I always hang out with the help. I'm better with the help. I like the help. They're service industry people. They're good people. So always tip your waiters and waitresses, by the way. Servers never get uh, enough uh, compensation, just like teachers. Uh, you know, it's like you're always doing something for somebody and no matter what it is, it's never good enough and somebody always complains. So you should be tipping at least 20% in any kind of situation. Now, obviously in a banquet, you don't have to tip because you're there for a, a person's event. However, for me, if my staff's going out and their top button's not buttoned, or if we're doing for some random chance like white glove and their gloves are dirty, or we're in a tuxedo and their studs and cuffs aren't good, I'm going to pull them aside and say, tuck your shirt in, get your act together, and then go outside. Because that's what you should do. You are paying for that look, that service. You, that's somebody's event. So uh, I get crazy when people aren't together, but honestly, it's usually not the staff or the facility. Now, I've worked in some janky places, believe me, where we've had, you know, electrical issues or somebody put too much on a on a line and the coffee pot made the electric blow and, you know, stuff like that happens. And sometimes it's just overloaded circuits or you might have a, a lightning storm or something crazy. But generally speaking, the facilities aren't usually the problem. It's the people that can make the issue. But again, the help's not usually the problem. We try to do the best we can with what we got. It's sometimes the people that are just totally disrespectful. So you have family X, we'll say, and they're going to have an event for whomever. Generally speaking, there's either a couple or a person or a reason to have that event. So generally, it's that person of honor, that guest of honor, or that couple, if it's an anniversary party, or if it's a group of people, like a team. I get it. Fine. They're the reason that all the guests are there. So, party foul, number one, we'll say, although I don't really have a, a list written out per se, but these are things I've noticed. If you're going to go up and that beginning piece, say, pre-surprise party, or prior to the entrance of anything unexpected on the part of the the guests of honor. Generally, there's an open bar situation or, or you know, if it's kids, it's a soda bar or whatever, and there's refreshments available and typically an appetizer of sorts or some sort of hors d'oeuvres. And they are welcome and encouraged to eat. But the actual food product of whatever dinner may be, and it could be different, it might be a heavy hors d'oeuvre situation, in which case there is no dinner, that's fine too. But if there is a dinner and a, a set actual dinner, whether it's a buffet or a sit-down, you would never as a guest uh, 
go open the buffet yourself. I have watched this like 10 times in the last couple of months. Did everyone being home a lot turn them into like animals and they're not paying attention? Do we suddenly have no couth? We just show up in our pajamas and eat with our fingers? Is that next? Did we grow up in a barn? OMG, I can't believe it. I watched people like scavengers rip ravenously, I might add, the tinfoil or the tops off of covered food on the sterno line that was not intended to be served for in excess of an hour many times in the last couple of months. This is just simply unacceptable behavior. Hello, if it was covered, it was covered by a caterer for a reason and not for you to touch it. Please help yourself to the refreshments and the open things that are there. Unbelievable to me. I've watched this repeatedly. And the sick thing is, I can't even blame an age group. It's across the board. I saw older folks do it. I saw kids do it. I saw Gen X and millennials do it. I can't even pinpoint one generation. Um, I don't care if you're 5, 50, or 500. No, no, no. If food is covered, leave it alone. Don't touch it. When dinner is served, someone will tell you, come help yourself to the buffet, or they'll bring you a plate. I mean, I guess it's more controllable in a banquet situation that is a sit-down, because obviously you're not going to walk in the kitchen and say, hey, where's my chicken? But I'm sure there's people that have tried. So don't do that. That's a no-no. In line with food, party foul too, especially if you're in a banquet situation, sometimes, especially with weddings, you're given a card and you choose what meal you want. Well, that's fine. Stick to that plan and don't lie to the server when they come around. If they asked you red or white for uh, a wine choice, yeah, go ahead. You get to make that decision on the fly. But if you ordered the beef and you're like, nah, I'm not feeling cow today. I'm in a mood for cluck. And you decide you want chicken. That's not cool. Those chefs have prepared, give or take maybe one or two extra, um, the actual meals that are going out. I was at a 350 person wedding in a very swanky place in Philadelphia and they were paying in excess of $350 a plate. That's a lot of Monet. And what happened? They ran out of beef within table three. That's embarrassing. When you're spending that kind of money for an event, which, you know, I don't even know what to say. You're gonna say, oh, sorry, you can't eat what you want. Only because they left it up to the people to remember what they had. You should be able to remember one simple thing. Hmm, am I chicken? Am I beef? Am I vegetarian? Am I fish? It's really not that tough. So stick to what you order. Don't just say, oh, I can't remember and be a difficult person or lie. Lying is worse. And I've seen it happen a lot. Um, vegetarians and vegans, it's funny. Shout out to you guys because even though I'm a total carnivore, I have to say, and maybe it's because it is a specialty diet, um, or even people that are gluten-free, if you have a dietary need issue or want, generally speaking, you're extremely acutely aware of what you can eat or can't eat or what there is that is for you. So you kind of have to eat that thing or make sure that that thing is okay for you. So you never do this, but we carnivores, we're kind of bad. Even some pescatarians, oh yes, I've seen them order things that they deviated from their plan. So just saying. That's a no-no. Stick to what it is that you ordered. And if you truly don't remember, don't be difficult and just say, you know what? I think I ordered this. I really can't remember. So if it's an issue, you could bring whatever. Be amicable, please, because they're trying to serve you a meal. Uh, in line with that, I would say to people that are doing 
an order situation, especially if it is a wedding, save yourself the embarrassment and maybe put it on there for the person when you do a card. Um, my niece recently got married and she put a little cow, a little chicken or a little carrot in the corner uh, of each on a little foil and it saved a lot of problems because that was like, this is what you said, here's my proof, and this is what you're getting. It also helped the servers, they didn't have to ask, and that interaction was completely avoided. So anytime you can handle a simple thing for your guests, I, I recommend it. And in line with that, less with food, but still the concept of tables, you know, seating charts. There's some really creative and neat ways these days that you can tell people where they're going to sit. Not all parties have a seating chart. And if it's pretty casual, I understand that you don't necessarily need one, but if you are going to have a seating chart again at a wedding or a formal event or a situation where it's just avoiding problems because not everybody's family is spectacular, mine included, um, you might want to avoid conflict and put certain people at certain places. Well, don't be that person that does not abide by the seating chart. Be a good guest. When you walk in, see if there is, in fact, an arrangement for you to check. I understand that most typical parties, especially at a house or something, it wouldn't be. But if you're walking into any facility, hall, banquet, etc., chances are you could be put in a certain table for a reason. And, you know, afford your friend or the person that you know or went for that courtesy that there was probably a reason. And it might not be about you. Don't be paranoid. It might be about somebody else and you're just that good friend that can hang out with everybody and get along with everybody to make the peace uh, sustain. So stick to where you're supposed to be. Don't jump ship and go to another uh, place or table. Just stay where you're supposed to stay. And if you can't find your place, ask. But there's a lot of neat little cards and ways to, to do things. I've seen somewhere. I was at a wedding once and they did... Uh, uh, downtown, they did a, a key. It was supposed to be Ben Franklin and the kite idea. So you got a key, and the key had a label, and then each table had a key. Uh, when I had my sister's 50th, she has a series of dogs, as we've talked about in the podcast before. So each table was a different doggy, and you had to sit at the dog's uh, different table. Um, I've seen people that are into films, and they've done it by film. When I had my uh, second master's, I, I did each subject that I studied. So you were either at the you know English table, or the Spanish table, the Italian table, the philosophy table, whatever it was. So, you know, just try to be creative and different and new. So you're not just like, here, here's a postcard, go sit there. Anyhow, don't be a bad guest. Sit where you're supposed to sit. Um, leaving drinks, spilling alcohol, OMG. Now, party foul, I get it. You don't want to be that person. But don't crack open a soda or water or a beer or a glass of wine or whatever. And then either get so forgetful or intoxicated, depending on what side of the fence you're on, that you leave it, you don't know where it is, you didn't finish it, never put it on the DJ table. Oh, that makes me crazy. People do it all the time. It's a really bad habit. First of all, uh, hello, electricity and liquid, not a good combination. What was anybody thinking? And secondly, especially if you're sweaty and gross, would you bring it on the dance floor with you first in the first place? You're going to be jumping around and getting sweaty. So go back to your table and have a drink if you need it. Hydrate. People waste so much. And I, I feel that the non-alcoholic stuff gets wasted more and the alcoholic stuff gets wasted once people are wasted. So it just depends on uh, sloppiness, literally, or uh, they left a bottle out, something got tipped over, the ice melted, and then they left it or they just left the, uh, the drink. Whatever it may be, take it with you. And if it's a bottle of water or a can of soda, you know, literally take it with you. Nobody's going to stop you for an open container in those situations. Or maybe, you know, pour it get a cup 
pour what you want and take the bottle home with you if it's something that's, you know, soda, water, whatever. And definitely cap it. If you're getting an actual bottle and it's a casual party or a barbecue, definitely cap it because it's going to spill if it gets knocked over. And it might not be you. It could be someone else. You know, if you're outside, the dog walks by and his tail wags, bam, you've got the uh, water all over the floor or whatever it may be. Or if you're inside the dance floor and it could get sticky and you don't want that, especially in a hardwood floor situation. And it could be a rental. You just you kind of think outside the box. Just be courteous. You wouldn't go around your house at least I hope you wouldn't because this makes me crazy too, and leave 10 open bottles of water all over the place and then not never get back to it. So it's just wasteful. You know, it could be coffee. I don't care what it is. Um, just be aware of your beverages, especially, and your food. Sometimes if you can't finish something, you know, I'm not saying go to the buffet and get a, a napkin and wrap things up and take it away. But if you did bring something home, ask for a doggy bag or a plate or a napkin or something and bring it home so you don't waste it. It's just a courtesy. It makes sense. Um, I really think that waiting is the big thing, you know, waiting for the guest of honor, because that kind of made me crazy. Opening the food uh, was a, a no-no. But, you know, wasting stuff is terrible too. And I guess lastly, the thing that, that pops into my head is the dessert first concept. I don't know where this came from. Like, I get it, but desserts and coffee are generally meant to be at the end. And I've seen people be brazen enough to cut someone else's cake. What is wrong with you? That is a mega no-no. That cake is for that person or that couple or that team or that event. And it is not up to you to go up and stick a finger in it and lick some icing off or just cut a piece because you felt like it and you're impatient. Like, OMG, what does that say about you? A lot of terrible things is what it does. Wait, be patient. It is not always instant gratification in this world, despite what you might think. Do not head for dessert first. I understand maybe you want a cup of coffee. You might be cold. Uh, that's fine. Liquids are sort of an, an okay thing to to have at any moment. Um, maybe there's punch or, you know, maybe there's iced tea, lemonade, or, you know, a different non-alcoholic thing or a specialty item. Generally, the bar is pretty accommodating about that. But typically, if there's a dessert table also typically covered, you don't want to go pop off the cover and be like, oh, well, I want to get to these before everybody else does because I really like cannolis. That's always my problem. I can never keep a cannoli around to save my life. I had dozens and dozens of cannolis at a recent party. I not only saw none, the guest of honor got none, but they were vanished in seconds to the point where I had to start putting them out in, in little bits. There are certain foods that get consumed no matter what, no matter what. I don't care how many Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets there are, they're going to get eaten. I don't care how many cannolis there are, they're going to get eaten. Um, it's just there's certain things that <laughs> they go no matter what. And most recently, I seem to have a chicken Marcella problem because I just couldn't keep it around. But, you know, better too much than not enough. And, and I'm glad for everybody to enjoy. That's what it's there for. But this is just a little party etiquette that I'd like to pass along. Things that I've noticed lately that are just egregious. And as far as like bathroom use in a facility... Don't be the person that uses the last piece of toilet paper and says nothing or notices a clogged toilet and says nothing or says that the sink is running or the light bulb's out or whatever and says nothing. Go find a staff member that works there or grab someone that you know and be like, hey, by the way, that way you're preventing problems for the next guest and also potential problems that could be plumbing, electrical, etc. in the facility because you just never know. Um, one time somebody accidentally knocked uh, a little 
kitschy thing. It was just like potpourri or something, but it was in a little plastic container and it got knocked into the toilet. Well, nobody knew it was in there. It was a clear plastic thing and the clear plastic thing totally stopped up the toilet. It was a big mess. It turned into a nightmare and, you know, hours later, there's just a massive flood and it caused a lot of damage to the place. All of it could have been avoided had we told someone and we could have gone and uh, dove in and get whatever the problem was. But what was a simple easy fix turned into a nightmare mess. So just if you see something, say something. If trash is climbing the wall, don't add your plate on top of it. You know, the staff gets busy sometimes, or maybe if it's a private party and people are just doing something at their house, they got tied up. They were putting ice on drinks. Go grab the host and say, hey, by the way, I don't want to add to the pile. It looks like the trash is kind of out of control. Or, oh, we, we can use some more ice here. Or maybe the ice bucket's empty. Or, hey, I do have any more Coke. You know, whatever it is. Um, and they'll go put more Coke or Diet Coke down or whatever. Not an issue. But you got to let people know. I mean, they're on top of it. But when you're doing one thing, it's hard to go notice another. So whether you're being, uh, you are the host, whether you're, you are the host and you're having the party or you're at the party, be a good host, be a good attendee, be a good guest and help your people out. So these are just things that I've noticed lately and I wanted to pass along. I would hope they're innate, but there's nothing common about sense. So apparently they're not as innate as I thought. So I hope you have my voice in your head. If you're about to do, or if you see somebody else doing one of these things, feel free to call them out. I'm all for that. You know, what good is, uh, is earth if we all can't be honest to one another be like hey i saw you stealing a cannoli i'm watching you that's what i would say anyhow if you liked what you heard today then check us out at eclecticcollectionpodcast.com or listen to us on your preferred platform i'm terry tanaglia thanks for listening